couple words, sing it. Here it comes, ready? Let's go, come on. Everybody, and uh, welcome back to another edition of the Fieldhouse Frenzy. Uh, Robin Dean with you as always. We are here. We're back at the studios. We're back where we yeah, belong. We were uh, we visited that one guy last week, which Oof. was pretty aggressive. It was one of the more interesting weeks we've been a part of. I think you know. Yeah, he. Uh, we didn't have to do a whole lot. You know what was nice? It was pretty cool to take a bye week while yeah. we were also there. Right. <laughs> you know? And I wish they would have just said, you know what? Stay home. Yeah. That then I fun. wouldn't have had to do anything. You know what? I feel like we have enough audio built up that we probably could have just dropped in a couple things and then like not even shown up. <laughs> just edit those mugs in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... It would be fine. Yeah, just uh, get some like voice drops of us just to add in every once in a while. You know what's and interesting? Yeah. I feel like we had a lot of drop-ins last week where like Skip so Payless much. showed up for just a minute. Yeah. yeah. And then it didn't stick around. No, and then he left right away. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. We had an owner that apparently doesn't isn't even a part of like knows nothing about the league. That's right. That Barry but he guy. showed up. Yeah. <laughs> we had to figure out his family tree. Mr. Bones. Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> about know. that too. It was really weird. That was interesting. And the fan that we had there who yeah. was co-hosting with us, oh, he man. was, boy, he was banty. He had a foul mouth. And he was saying a lot of inappropriate things. Yeah. I, you know, you could call him insensitive in general, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's a good word to describe whatever just happened last week. That guy. Boy, that was. I'm sure after he listened to that the next day, he was like, oh, hope. Oh. Hope no one in the general public <laughs> listens to that. Hope hope nobody was recording. Because <laughs> I'm going to give up running on that po- yeah. political office. Yeah, can't run for office <laughs> anywhere. No. Oh, man. Typical liberal, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thinks, no, you're right. thinks, like, he thinks dressing like a skillet is an offensive. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. No, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Offensive. It's very much it. Yeah. No. Uh, but it's uh, this is another Thursday edition. Seems yeah. like we've been doing this lately on Thursdays. Yeah, it's getting old. I got to be honest. Well, I guess it happens. Yeah, we got to change does, things that's up. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you know. Uh, hey, you know, tomorrow's Friday. I guess I'm cool with that's that. That's cool. Yeah, I do like that. I do like Fridays. That's how the days of the week work. <laughs> is Friday, Friday? Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, that is how it works. Uh, so we got games going on right now. Right. So that you know, that's true. I think I feel like we ended up into this schedule last year towards the end of the yeah. year for whatever reason that turned out. But like when things started getting hot and heavy, we ended up uh recording our episodes on Thursdays. Maybe not on purpose, but what I do like about it is that it gives you a little insight about like how, how some of the games are turning out. Yeah. Right now because you got a couple guys going. Well the biggest And you th- can see if some people made some giant mistakes in their lineup. Well, there's one right now going on with yeah. the Chapo Doghouse, uh Having Big Ben sit on the bench and he's got I think forty five some forty five to fifty points right now. Oh, buddy, ain't good. That's not a good start <laughs> when you when you're in a tight playoff oh, race man. right now for playoff spots. You know where's he gonna land? He's playing the Zoltars. Man, he's it in a be, fight for first. Man, I tell you, or to keep first at the very least. Oh. And the Zoltars are making this interesting now. Right? Yeah. Now the projection is getting a lot closer. Antonio Plus, Brown's having a big week. Why would you not play the offsetting points factor with You know what know. I'm saying? Like know. because here's the thing if like let's say let's say Big Ben doesn't have a ridiculous ridiculously good week, right? That's right. fine. 
But he is at home, right? Yeah. So you have the expectation that Big Ben at home is usually pretty good. He's, you're probably right. gonna, usually going to have a very solid performance out of him, right? right. Yep. You're not going to be regretting things too much. And who's he got? Who's he got starting? Well, Andy, Andy Dalton. Okay, yeah. so like, of course, you have Andy Dalton. <laughs> well, it's way Andy got, Dalton. True. Right? When you got an Andy Dalton in your lineup, yeah, or on your bench, you, man, you'd be kicking yourself when you don't play Andy Dalton. <laughs> well, over Big Ben. But the thing is, you have the offsetting points factor, Antonio right? So Brown, like, yeah. You got to capitalize so, on that. Exactly. So play Big Ben. Get what, let's say he doesn't throw to Brown, but still has a decent game, which is very likely as well, right? Yeah. And then any points that Brown scores, you're offsetting that by Big Ben scoring those points. Absolutely. It's because just pers- it just makes sense. More than likely, if if Brown's getting a ton of points, Big Ben is you know throwing it to him, exactly. so <laughs> it makes sense that yes, you would try and offset uh, that, and you bring up a good point. I don't understand. Uh, why you wouldn't have played Big Ben? I He's know Andy Dalton fifty points. He yeah. almost wouldn't have to play, but two or three more guys for the rest of the week. Yeah, and I know Andy Dalton's had a decent year, and but Big Ben at home on a Thursday against a not very good defensive right. Carolina team. I don't know, man. I think I would have went. I would have taken the chance when you're playing Antonio Brown. Because, like you said, if you if he doesn't have a big game, that means Antonio Brown doesn't have a big game, right? You know? So, like, you got to look at your matchup, right? right? So, like, I agree, you're going against the other team's quarterback. That's fine. You are going against Tom Brady, fine. But like, it's not as if Big Ben isn't going to score any points just because right. he, it's he not he doesn't just throw to Antonio Brown, right? right. Like, he will also throw yeah. passes to other people, right? So, like, he, and he's starting Andy Dalton. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about yeah, that. No, yeah. when you when you say that, I mean, that yeah. pretty much sums up the whole yeah. argument. Yeah, I think that. Opinion. Yeah, it's not uh, like you have Brady or Rogers or right. Breeze. Yeah, no, I mean it's a it's Andy Dalton. Yeah, who he traded for for a pick, by the way. That was yeah interesting good move though, right? So that that will definitely change some things up because I, if he loses, then. You know, if the Hesmans win and the Sukos win, man, it's getting real tight there for for top spot. Boy, that's tough. I understand being hesitant on a Thursday to play anyone. I understand, but But most of the time, most of the time, it's either a shootout or a blowout. Exactly. So if he's getting beat by a ton, that means he's throwing a lot. Right. If it's a blowout the other way, that means he threw a lot early and Uh, scored had a bunch of touchdowns, which is exactly what's happening. Bad. I don't know. Oh. Maybe people are starting to overthink. From what I understand, that you guy's know, out of the country right now. And maybe oh, he didn't no. check his lineup. Maybe. Just saying. Another team who I think is overthinking and maybe starting to panic a little bit. Maybe starting oh, to panic a little, a little bit. Panic. Yeah, he's got a little panic going on. Uh, and I think it's the husbands. And I want to touch on this oh, because... this I like. The and trade deadline is coming quick. Only a couple days left. Right. And I'm looking at his roster, right? This guy's sitting in third place right now, six and three, looking good. Definitely going to make the playoffs, right? Has a good team. Don't get me wrong. He's got Gurley. That's a huge X factor right there. Yep. He's got Hopkins. He has Bell sitting there who's coming back. Could possibly make a big impact. If he does play, it could turn things. So the problem is, though, he has Fitzmagic. And he has Matthew Stafford at quarterback, right? I got to tell you, 
neither one of those two t- quarterbacks are going to win you a championship. Exactly. What, like, if there's anybody that still has rounds in the chamber to be blowing on some picks or, you know, for some players, right. and there are quarterbacks ripe for the taking at this point, you know, we all the everybody else, you know, running back, wide receiver wise, has pretty much been dealt. If there is one position left where there are teams that would be probably more than happy to deal players. Well, let's look and at this. And you have plenty of picks. Dude. This guy's this guy will be his own downfall. Well, Mark my words. Here so. it is. Let's look at the teams that would definitely be selling from whence you came. Had Wentz could have traded for him. Okay? Right. Has Andrew Luck. Has Kirk Cousins. Okay? Mm-hmm. You're telling me those quarterbacks aren't better than <laughs> right. Fitzpatrick and Stafford? This the knuckle push has Philip Rivers, okay, who has been a top ten quarterback all year long, right. has been dominating pretty much on his bench almost every week. Every week, right? Uh, yeah, because, because he has the Rogers. knuckle push has Rodgers. That's the other quarterback you could have traded for. Okay, so there's more quarterbacks there you could have traded for. The Toes just traded Drew Brees for golf straight up. So you're telling me that you couldn't have traded for Brees and added any right. so, any sort of pick. And gotten Drew Brees. So I'll I'll tell you this too. Here was here's what's interesting is like I, my, here's what I think this guy's thing is, and and why your thinking why his thinking is doesn't make any sense at all is that I'm I'm not going to sacrifice next year right is what his thought is. I can't sacrifice next year by trading a pick for whoever right for a top tier quarterback. Well, the thing is is because. It, that's that makes no sense for the simple reason that there are no more keepers. So the only thing you have to do, you can do at this point, is either find a team that feels like they're in contention and trades somebody, some players on a package deal, which is not going to happen at this point. So your only option left at this point is to trade a pick for somebody that would be a fair market, like a fair value pick for a player. But his. We know how this guy operates. Right. He's either going to just be bending you over, you know, he's going to turn you around and bend you over, and that's the only way he's going to get the deal done, or he's not going to get the deal done at all. And you know what? It might be his downfall this year. Because uh, and, and to go off of that, I mean, if you look at his roster, right, because here, like, with the Jammers doing what they've done, the Sukoffs doing what they've done, with the Chapa Doghouse being the way they are, and the Zoltars being the way are. You have four teams in front of you, basically, if you're looking at rosters alone. Right. Okay? Fitzmagic and Stafford are not going to win you a championship. No. Now, you do have a quality roster. Don't get me wrong. You're putting up points. But you need a quarterback that's going to get you close to 30 points a week if you want to win a championship in this league this year. That's the truth. Which means you're going to have – you. The quarterbacks that are available or were available, you weren't going to have to give up a first or second round pick unless you're trying to get Mahomes. So everybody else, you're talking a third pick or lower. So you're telling me that you're not willing to give up one pick to win a championship this year? Here, here's what I think, too. You've gotten to the point now that you're whoever you're going to be trying to do a deal with is knowing that you're backed into a corner. So it's either the fact either you're not going to be able to get a deal done or you're going to have to overpay now. Because you're in the position where people know that you're vulnerable. And you know that you, you know, you're trying to make the push for the championship. You're not just trying to get in the playoffs at this point, right? It's pretty much a given you're going to be in the playoffs. So, like, you're backed into a corner. So why, would not, why wouldn't somebody try to take advantage of you? Because you would cl- you're 
clearly trying to do that to every other team you ever traded with in the history of this league. Well, and that's there's the th- a track record. Okay, and that's the thing. Like the longer you you've waited now to not get a quarterback, the more and more, like you said, people know you're desperate and they're going right. to take you at ransom because they can ask for whatever they want, and you basically either have to say, "Okay, I'll do <laughs> right. it," or I'm not going to do it and stand pat and finish fourth or fifth. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, looking at the rosters around him, it, it, he's going to be tough to get out of the first round. Because, yes, you have Gurley. Yes, you potentially have Le'Veon Bella if he does come back and do anything. But you're looking at a roster, Golden Tate, Devontae Adams, Gronk if he plays. Yeah, you know, that, Aaron Jones. a big question I mean, mark in that lineup to me. And here's the thing. You have one, two, three Packers in your lineup, right? Wouldn't you want to capitalize and get Aaron Rodgers to where you can maximize all your right. points? Right. Is that not something that you would want to try and do? It's not like you have to give up a first or second round for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers isn't going to win the MVP this year. He's not playing like an MVP quarterback no. because his offensive line sucks. And if he's been anything, banged honestly, up. Rivers has actually been better than Rod- Absolutely. Actually, been better than Rodgers this 100%. year. One hundred percent. Right. So you could take Rodgers still at a decent value and have a better chance of winning. Because I'm telling you, as good as Matt, uh, Fitzpatrick has been at times, this dude's not going to score 30 points a week. I'm sorry. What, it's not going to happen. What position scores the, pretty much the most points, has the pitch up to score the most points every week? It's a quarterback position on a consistent right. basis. Right. Okay, so why would you handicap yourself like that going into the playoffs at this point? Right. If you knew this was a weakness the entire season going into now, you just weren't doing what, like, this is, goes against everything I've ever thought about this team. Which, which yeah. is, I think this guy's always like two steps ahead. Right. If this turns out to be this way this season, I'm sorry, but God, I'm well, going like, to be creaming my jeans over here. This is well, fantastic. It's one of those things where to watch he this guy go down like this. He hasn't uh, advanced with the times. I'll say. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? The like no, he's still the no playing. Keepers changed everything. He ha- he's not playing. At the level, usually this guy's playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers. I don't think so anymore because no. this guy has always been a guy where he's not going to sacrifice next year by selling off picks to get players to win a championship. He's right. always been able to manipulate people to give him what he wants based with keepers and things like that Right. to then go on a run. Well, that's not the case anymore with the keeper thing. You've seen teams like the Jammers and the uh, Sukovs right. who have... Clearly, next year is not a priority. I like that Jammers team. <laughs> yeah. you know, this guy's yeah. all for him. Yeah. So you have those two teams that are willing to sacrifice next year to get a chance. Because look, you win a championship, I'll sacrifice next year if I've won a championship. Absolutely. I th- I'd have to say you know? that uh, just the money alone, right? I mean, it's, it's 100% worth it. Yeah. The prize at the end is having the yes. trophy, having the money is and well worth giving up next year it's for the championship because you're still net po- like net way positive at right. that point if you win one year absolutely the has-beens could have made the trade of the year oh you we got inside information right I have now? inside information more. as of two weeks ago when the jammers were on their trading hot streak sure in a moment of weakness they were uh looking for a pick up a tight end and they were going to trade cam newton for gronk it's oh sad in, the, in his inbox for a day. Wow. But after the Jammers was, I think, persuading him, realized how stupid of a trade that was, sure. and backed out. 
Sure. But for 24 hours, that trade sat in his inbox, and he rejected it. And just didn't care. Wanted to hang on to Gronk because he you know, had though, Stafford. We know how this guy feels about Gronk. He though. loves Gronk. Oh, and buddy. He will since. ride and die with Gronk forever. If he could ride Gronk, though, you know? Do you think he'd right. like that? No, I think he would. Yeah. He'd be happy with He's that He's not going to win with Jacksonville's their defense. They no. are cursed. Yeah. I promise you that. The what? Jacksonville's your defense. They're cursed. <laughs> you know, there have been a lot of defensive trades this year. That there has good. been some defensive <laughs> trades, which is weird. But thing. You know, next year, yeah. kickers. Kickers, why not? You know? Let's trade some kickers. <laughs> yeah, why not? You know what would really just bring a smile to my face every week next year if there's a couple kickers trade every, <laughs> traded that every week? That would be fantastic. I would actually like that. I would, too. I think it would I be would good. I like that. Defense uh, matters. I mean, the Bulls does. right now have negative three points after tonight. <laughs> sure, defense wins defense. championships. Because of a defense. It matters. Defense uh, wins championships. Well, let's take a break. Sure. When we come back, yeah. I'm going to dive into what the Jammers are doing. We brought them up. Oh, I'm going to dive into what's going on yeah. with the Jammers. I and heard what he might done. even be here. I think he might show up tonight. <laughs> That's what I heard. I hope he does because... I want to hear. This has been very much anticipated to hear. Oh my God! Get some insight on what's going on with the jammers. So. I don't know if I've been quite this jazzed about somebody being. In the studio. Been excited. Been excited <laughs> well, about I'm this not one. Kidding. Been excited about this one. So let's take a break. We'll come back momentarily. Hopefully, get a little interview with the jammers. Can't wait. I struggled with what to do at fantasy football drafts in the mid to late round. And I thought to myself, there has to be a better way that takes the pressure completely off of me. When finally it hit me, there is a better way. And that way, my friends, is drafty cabs. Gone are the days of sitting there and trying to figure out whether to draft a veteran and squeeze one more good year out of him or going with an unproven rookie. Instead, now, just call us and we will literally come and pick you up and drive you to and from the airport. And then, if you do not like those picks, just simply call in and change them. And they will have to let you because you are not there and therefore you cannot be arguing. And so, my fantasy football friends, take it from me, Harry Port, and we'll pick you up when it really matters, so that your picks don't really matter. Oh, 
slice. My next ride ain't for hours. I love the Spice Girls, man. Dude, they're good. I'm down with the Spice Girls. It takes me back to good times. Kids dance. Kids dance. Spice Girls. It's great. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, Mel B. Right. Did you see she... Did you see that she uh, had to go and rehab her sex addiction? addiction oh, really? Oh, this is wow. Alcoholism, which who is an alcoholic, I guess. Yeah. I mean, everybody in this league knows. Yeah. Because they all are, I think. <laughs> or whatever. But sex addiction, I guess these guys, that's not such a stretch, is it now? Yeah. How do you treat that How exactly? You, yeah. Like, what's the. Uh, just I mean, uh, what's protocol on that? Like just it's a great question. Uh, chastity belt. Yeah, like no interaction with anybody. Tie your hands behind your back. Belt? Like no, <laughs> your hands can't you be. Think they make you. Uh, you ever think like when God, like teenagers get caught smoking cigarettes, their dad's like, "All right, we're gonna sit down and smoke this whole pack of cigarettes <laughs> now." <laughs> just make them jerk off till You're they cry. Sit here and <laughs> masturbate until you pass out. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it anymore. <laughs> You ever think? I mean, yeah, maybe, it's possible, maybe I that guess. works. I mean, I can't say it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm not a licensed therapist. No, no, I I'm don't. Just, Isn't that how you're supposed to masturbate? Until <laughs> you, you pass, pass out? out? I said till you cry, but passing out's good yeah. too. I guess you cry before you pass out. Yeah, hey, that's whatever true. you're into. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just don't get the whole sex addiction. Like I don't either. <laughs> This seems uh, weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to meet one of them. You know? Like, what are they like? like what, what do you How do? did you overcome this? <laughs> like, and then once you come out, do you never have sex like, again? Like, that's, that's a good idea, too. Like, what do you do that's know. like out of the norm? Right. Like, what are you doing that's like not acceptable anymore? Like, oh, I can't just have sex normally. When like, is it now? It's an like addiction? a problem. Yeah, this is an issue. I'm in line at McDonald's and yeah. like I just can't stop myself. <laughs> yeah, like, you're. Yeah, like line McDonald's. <laughs> or the yeah. Do you ever have like? I guess you know. I've heard about like you take questionnaires about like whether you're a drug addict, right? And the one is like, uh, do you ever take drugs in the morning when you get up? Huh. Do you ever take drugs before you go to sleep or to go to sleep? And those are not legitimate sex addict questions, are they? Yeah. I mean, like, people have sex in the morning and before they get yeah. yeah. like, I'd be like, high five, I guess, yeah. man. Right. Good, good job. It's a good start to your day. So, the, yeah, I'd have a smile yeah. all day. All day. <laughs> I feel like the big question is what happens when you get out? Like, can you no longer have sex? You think that's what it is? Like, well, you got to stay sober when you come out of, like, rehab for drugs or alcohol. That's true. Maybe you only get, like, 12 times a month. You have a so limit. Like, you know, you get, there's a that's limit. You get. Yeah. got to use wow. those cards wisely. Yeah. Just one of those clickers. You just <laughs> like an umpire <laughs> or a pitch yeah, counter. Yeah. Like a pitch counter. Yeah, a pitch <laughs> counter. Man, it's a big weekend. I got to stay indoors. <laughs> The Stay indoors. Yeah. Can't, dude. If I go outside, it triggers me. <laughs> I gotta fuck. Got it. I gotta do something. Hand stuff. Yeah. Anything. Foot anything. stuff. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Gotta hand do stuff. it. Any skin. Hand stuff. <laughs> gotta do hand stuff. 
I prefer the back left shoulder blade. But. <laughs> you know, Boy, get up in a, a scapula. Ooh, oh, a, buddy. Man, that's trigger area right there. <laughs> that's your... <laughs> Don't touch my scapula. Oh, don't touch my shoulder. Stop. I'm going to have to take a sick day. Yeah. I can't come in today. <laughs> my wife brushed, touched my shoulder. This lady brushed my shoulder at work. <laughs> I got to go home. I couldn't fucking concentrate anymore. Can't even be here anymore. Can you get like workman's comp? Like when you're working, give you time <laughs> oh, off. Shit. If you're like, <laughs> guys. Taking a mental health day. Yeah. I'm a sex addict. <laughs> I'm going to need it the next month off. Jeez. Yeah. I got to get Really this. going through a lot? Yeah. I, I can't. Do I it had anymore. to buy special underwear to keep my boners <laughs> under control. Where do they make those? Texas Tuck, buddy. <laughs> Texas, Texas Tuck. Tuck. Probably that Duluth Trading Company or something. Yeah, they probably yeah. Have they something. make all sorts of stuff that's like sounds like yeah. really rough and tough feel, underwear. Yeah, I feel like they're probably right there. They probably have something on the market. Yeah, for boner control. <laughs> Could have used that in like seventh grade. Mr. Bars class? There's an untapped market. Yeah. Junior high kids. Boner. Not sure sure how you approach that market. Not sure. But yes, an untapped market. Oh, man. I'm not sure you can. No. No. I feel like we should steer this conversation somewhere. We've gone. We're going down that rabbit hole. And I don't like it. You mean junior high boners? Yeah. I don't. Kids not of age boners? Is that what is yeah, that a like problem this. for you? I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. Okay. That's fine. Oh boy. What about old guys though, you know? I was just thinking about how You were just thinking about that? <laughs> just listen hear me out real quick. Just real quick. How you could like instead of having to take a Viagra, you could work in some type of gel pack into a pair of underwear <laughs> where like if you could squeeze it and then release the gel <laughs> then it would <laughs> induce the bone so that sounds easier than just taking a pill yeah sure you're already gel lubed pack. Up. you're lubed up gel pack ready to go i guess that does seem like a mess <laughs> i didn't really think it through it seems like a mess gel pack. spilled bit. some jam they spilled some jam. <laughs> like, and if I, underwear is a one-time use, I mean, yeah, they're disposable. It's fine. Oh, okay. it's disposable. Well, yeah. no, it's a front pouch, so you can wash them and then reload it oh. with another like Tide Pod, or they'd be like that. <laughs> a Tide Pod. <laughs> Your uh-huh. kids are swallowing this. Yeah. Boner pods. Boner pod challenge. Boner pod. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like this hell? might be a real thing what that you stumble hell? across and you're just passing this off like yeah I just thought of it <laughs> guys I just we all know I need to be in product development these development in these companies <laughs> I just can't turn this brain off no or this just, boner <laughs> <laughs> so how would you pitch it we're the tide tide executives well, yeah <laughs> we're sitting I would say like you uh Something along the lines is like it would be, you know, views of like the ocean and it would be like, come to where the tide rises or something like this. And then, you know, it's a guy guy fucking his chick. He has thought about this. (laughs) Why does it have to be a chick? It's a guy fucking himself. Oh, boy. I don't know. (laughs) Possibilities are all there. (laughs) It could be an extender. I don't know. It could be anything. I know that'll give you a boner, though. So that's what you do with it. A after number that. one. 
<laughs> what you do with it after that is on you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, with the boner. Yeah. Yeah, that's their choice. <laughs> that you, we don't make that choice for you. You don't make that for them. Yeah. <laughs> There's not instructions on the pod on what to do with the boner okay. after you get it. No, it's just yeah. Don't ingest it though. It's only no. topical use. <laughs> just that's it. Clearly, right? Yeah, you don't taste it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Don't taste it's it. It's got a yeah. No, don't taste it. That's it. It's dangerous. Oh boy. So. Anyways, that's we've cornered that market now. <laughs> so you know we got that off our all chest. All I'm saying is it goes full circle. You you come out with these underwears that are you know for adolescent boys that reduce uh, the uh, <laughs> it's boners. I don't. Uh, <laughs> then, while you're at it, you're already making underwear. Make the gel insert. No, you're front, right. Front you're already making underwear. <laughs> Make the front the kangaroo gel pouch. <laughs> kangaroo gel pouch. So there what's it the is. release mechanism for the gel? Just a strong grab. Just a hearty handshake to the crotch region. That's and gonna be awkward whoa, if you I, accidentally bump into something. Now that's true. You better watch where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you're know, it's like taking a Cialis, man. Yeah. You don't you know. Better like, watch where you're you going. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, don't go dancing in one of those clubs. Yeah. One of those clubs. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that because one, one, one song can really change the night for yeah. you. Little John comes on, you better go to the bathroom. <laughs> I got to sit this one out, guys. <laughs> this one's not for me. This song is not foolproof for what I'm wearing tonight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope, sure not. This isn't it. Oh, boy. It just never, it sucks us right in every time. <laughs> It was a solid first segment, mostly fantasy talk. Yeah, that felt well. We're right back. We're okay. We're back in our lane now. (laughs) You know, we're not even planned. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Just kind of comes out. You don't know what's coming. You don't know. We would breach the subject of uh, adolescent boners, but here we are. (laughs) Listen, that's just a small piece of our business, right? (laughs) We're in the underwear business, clearly. Yes. But we're mostly in the boner business. Mostly for boners, though. Yes. Oh, boy. Yep. Bone beware. Bone beware. It'd just be boneware. 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 It wouldn't be bone beware. Well, sometimes well, you gotta beware of you know, where you're getting these Some boners. guys are more impressive than others. I don't know. Oh, boy. Well, you have to admit to that. <laughs> no, you're right. No, you're right. If you there's it, one thing... There. If, at least give me that. No, if there's one thing that I'll admit tonight, that's it. That's oh, it. We can agree on that. Some guys are more impressive than others. It's true. If there's anything that they can take away from this show, it's that. <laughs> you know? It goes all, you know, all aspects of life. No, Fantasy you're right. football lineups, underwear. Sure. Sure. Boners. It's fine. Boners. <laughs> Whatever. No. It makes sense is what I'm saying. You're right about that. <sighs> so it was a good segment for the jammers to come in. <laughs> Glad you're here, man. Glad you got to Oh, thanks. Chime in for Glad that. Glad to be here. Oh, that wasn't me. 
Oh, wait a second. Oh, sorry. That other guy that was here? That was my assistant. Oh, oh, what's his name? Of course. Is he uh, your twin? Uh, Jeremy Jam. Jeremy Jam. Jeremy Jam. Joe JJ. <laughs> Old JJ. Wait, and you're who? The Jammer's owner. Jimmy Jam. <laughs> Jimmy Jam. Yes, that is my We're name. Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy Jam. Jeremy Jeremy's Jam. A little, twin uh, brothers. Yeah. Jeremy's a little wild. The uh, sure. character off Parks and Rec, Jeremy Jam, was based off him. Oh, oh, yeah, that oh, makes, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I can see a that now. Fella. Did you ever get mad that they didn't base one off of you too? Since you were like, your Jeremy's a lot more of a wild card than I am. Yeah, you <laughs> seem more buttoned down than he does. That's maybe, that's fair. Yeah, that's that's a fair sin. All right, so jammers, let's get into this. I'm so ready for JJ, this. JJ, uh, you had a rough start to the season. And then all of a sudden, hey man, here he comes <laughs> out of nowhere. This guy is always like some. It's like the first half of the season happens every year, and then it's either like he was asleep or like yeah. I, don't, I don't know what happened the first five right. or six weeks. I might be a game out of first place. I'll trade my team away. <laughs> exactly. Now you're like in ninth place, and then you decided to go all in. Take us. Take us where everybody wants you to take Just us. Take us on the journey. Tell us what you were thinking. You could start at the draft if you wanted. You could tell us how the draft was, even yeah, if you wanted to. How was the draft? Uh, I definitely thought that the pizza could have been better. Oh. The guy who. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Not, so there's no one word description you would put upon the draft? It was a draft. Yeah. I would consider it. Fair enough. Yeah. No. A That's fine. A like draft. It. A draft. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It was a draft. Uh, <laughs> a little long. Next year, definitely should go uh, automated. <laughs> automated. Hey, yeah. Everybody for, should be on auto draft. <laughs> that's up yeah. for debate. Yeah. I like that guy that tried keeping everybody in the clock. He was a real winner. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy? Yeah. I don't really remember that guy. That's how impactful he was, right? Exactly. There. I feel like that's <laughs> the impression I got when he said that was not very impactful. Yeah. Everybody, that guy tried a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, everybody should. Do it on their phones or on their computers. If you don't have one, too bad. Get out of the league. From what oh, I remember okay. about hearing the, of the draft is that there was one guy that had some real technological issues. He may have also had some anger issues at the draft. But he was not happy with the technology, first and foremost. Technology and stuff. <laughs> technology and stuff. Was not a fan of it. Yeah. That's what we heard. Yeah. Three minutes per pick. You're moving on. That's generous, to be honest with you. Most a of it's like a minute and a half. You, we can have a long intermission in between. A solid 20 minutes. Everybody can yell and eat and do whatever they want to do. Rip yell a and eat. You know, those are the cornerstones of this league. You know, Eating like, and yelling. <laughs> you know, there was a guy that said something about the pillars of this league on the message board earlier this year. I think really you break it down to a corner, the cornerstones, and it's just two things: eating and yelling. Yeah, that simplifies makes sense. it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So first couple weeks, not great. Not great. Yeah, take us through. You haven't really given us any insight. You just right. told us how much you like the guy that kept the time. Yeah. So first couple weeks, not great. <laughs> I ran into a little bit of bad luck. Uh, you have Greg Delay gets hurt sure. in warm-ups. Oh, sure. Sure. The kicker, kicker, that is a key. And that I is. lost by about three points, and I'm pretty sure Greg Delay would have got oh, sure. enough points to <laughs> yeah. give me that victory. You right. traded for another different kicker, though, you know? At the time, I, wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't have the trade bug at the time. 
He's a trade bug. I still thought my team was better. I was projected to win every single week. It just wasn't (laughs) happening. So You know when you go, were you looking forward to every week? You know the other team hasn't probably set their lineup. You know, there may be like... Oh, it was set. I wasn't looking on (laughs) Tuesday. Oh, every week you checked it that week. I got yeah, it. The, okay. How do you not understand that? <laughs> well, it's okay. We're, okay. we're okay here. Sorry, I know how to we're use okay. the app a little yeah, bit we're better. Okay. It's fine. We're okay, okay here. Sorry. To, All right. Whoa. Go ahead. I'll back off. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. Wow. So week six, I don't know. It could have been week seven. I'm not exactly sure. I was in 11th place. And at the time, I was under the impression that the top two teams in each division made the playoffs. Oh. Turns out this that is, is not amazing. the case. This is fantastic <laughs> this news right here. It's amazing. I love this. When I was three and five, I, two and five, I don't even know where I was. I was. All I had to do was win one game, and everybody else in this division was terrible. I so love like, this. I can clearly so make the playoffs. I absolutely 100% love this, and I this want to dive in a little more. This is the episode so of the show all year. You thought, legitimately thought, the, the, first two, the top two teams in each division made the playoffs, and that's why you started trading? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. I could not be happier about this. This is fantastic. So at the time, sure, you're like a game out of the playoffs in your head. I traded like a fourth round pick, yeah, and then like a might have been a reach for a third round. Sure, I'll roll the dice with that. I'll make the playoffs. See what happens. Some very questionable picks at the beginning. I gotta be honest. But he's trying to make the playoffs in his head, right? Right, as in just get to second place. Get to second place in the division, which is like tenth place in this league. Sure, right. Okay, I can make some. It always changes once teams make the playoffs. After I right. get in there, let's roll the dice, see what happens. <laughs> sure. It's, so it's not, really not fun to not even care each week. Right. So this makes it interesting. <laughs> for me. Sure, yeah. What's $80? Uh, for me, I can pay. Some of these guys can't afford $80. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody knows anything about you, you're rolling in it. Yeah. A lot of these guys can't even pay the $80. Well, clearly from the message board today, you can notice that. Oh, I've noticed. <laughs> They've been saving up, <laughs> trying to get that 80 so at that point in time, once I found out that oh shit, <laughs> this is it's only each division winner and wild cards. That point in time, You're I, in. Ha- I had to go you all got it. You're in. in. So here I am, no picks in the first five rounds next year. I oh my love God. this. But so you were like, I jumped, I and now I'm going down. I got a slippery slope. Right, like you're like I'm already on it. Pot committed. But the plan is, I'm, I'm just going to trade all of 2020's picks yeah. for next year. I'll just continue a cycle. You know, I brought this up yeah, earlier. Yeah. I don't know if you listened to that episode, but like, th- that's what I brought up. You you could just do this every year Every now. year. That's why initially I voted against the unlimited uh, draft pick trades. Because right. it leads to these top-heavy, bottom-heavy structure that we currently have. Sure. I, I mean, I somewhat agree with that, but yeah. I also like the fact that... There's trading. Yeah. There used to be no trading. I think that if you eliminate the draft pick trades or like limit them to a certain amount, you're going to see less activity, less interest when your team's not very good. But I think the no keeper thing that changes a lot of things. I think that because when you still had keepers and you limit draft picks, it's like, okay, well, I can sit on keepers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And not trade players. And I'll just sit on keepers and suck and not be interested. 
Now it's a little different. Oh, I'm all for the keepers being eliminated. Yeah. Oh, I think that makes things 100 percent. Those are the uh, unlimited draft picks that yeah. you saw the Sukoffs. I mean, they went all in, and then teams to even have a chance had to follow suit. Right. Right. That's true. No, it is true. It's it is true. And I don't know if I'm curious to see what happens next year. That's what my thought with, is because with having uh, yes. no keepers. You're gonna have to like actually use the draft and draft smart and draft an entire team and really do it and see how next season is as far as how the trading goes and see if we still have what we have now where it's you got three or four teams and everybody else is just hanging around. So right, I think we're in a situation where like last year there was a significant rule change, rule change, and this year there's the same thing. There's another significant yeah. rule change and everything's like things are flying off the rails where like we just there's been no equilibrium that's been found but yet. But see, even league, last right? year I think it was w- way more competitive. Like when the trade opened up, we had the Black Monday where everybody was trading everything right. on that day. But I still think there was like five teams Six teams even that are like, okay, well, I can still win this thing. If I get in, I can win. Whereas I still think this year, if you look at the standings right it now, is, you still yes. have five teams right. that legitimately can win. 100%. You know? So, like, I, 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 right. So, like, it does feel really top-heavy this year. I 100% agree. And that's where I, I don't go down a line of questioning here at some point. But, like, although... <laughs> The previous comments pretty much answer every question that I had at this point. I know, I it's love so it. It, way more interesting and yeah. way makes my questions that I had way less interesting. Right. <laughs> but like it does feel top heavy, but there's still a good amount of teams here that are in contention. Like you can't argue with that. Right. And it's also it's fantasy football. Like it is like yeah, do I do I think the teams that are in the top three of this league are going to win it and probably end up in the top three yeah, or the top four teams, whatever. Yes. All the teams that you feel like are top heavy. Yes. Are they going to populate the top three? Probably. But you know what though? You just don't know. So it yeah. is a situation where like maybe your season right now you get in, who knows, man? And right. you know what? You've ended up with a pretty good squad here. Right. To be honest with yeah. you, I, your first couple trades, I was absolutely perplexed right then you pulled off this melvin gordon deal the melvin gordon deal then the then, michael thomas deal oh my god it's unbelievable and then julio jones and then you end up making the julio jones thing which yeah. actually makes if you put that deal into a hole with the whence you came and you now that ends up being what i would consider a pretty fair absolutely. situation absolutely like, before that you win 100 percent. that is such a lopsided trade that you ended up getting from him with the Melvin Gordon, but like now the fact that you had to somehow get Julio Jones back from him, right. which is so I've, bizarre. This is twice this year I've traded a player away and <laughs> traded back for him. It's unbelievable, but actually what ended up happening is he got back to even with you for the most part, Like which I what I would consider... A fair trade. And I think that you can have a situation where you have like a, what would be a fair trade, right? Where like right. both sides, one person's trying to do one thing and the other person clearly realizes they're in a situation to be doing something else as in their their season is, is done. Right. So do you think that this is a trend that we're going to see where you're going to have three or four teams very good and then the rest is kind of just like hanging out? Oh, yeah, it's going to flip-flop next year. So next year, the Manzillionaires 
what R and D's, Tim's toes, whence he came, they're going to be top heavy. Yeah, has been to be there. The they, bush. they got a lot of draft yeah, picks, and they're yeah. almost done it this year. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. The knuckle push there. will be the do knuckle you think push. That's they'll be middle of the road. Do you think the, the team's good? Wow! Wow! Wowie! Wow. Wowie! Zowie! Boy, we're high on them, and I don't oh like God. that. I mean, that team is good. That guy's yeah. almost in, that guy's in the money almost every year. But you know right. what? You got to win it. You're right. So do you think? So do you think? <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay. Wow. Mm. So do you think it's do you think it's good or bad for the league then? Well, what I propose is not next year because it wouldn't be fair to all the teams that traded a lot of their sure. draft picks. Sure. So next year stay par for course, but the final year, 2020, I think we should implement a daily fantasy plus a season long fantasy into the league. Okay, and how would that work? Oh, well, this that I exactly haven't. F- Figured out. Sure, <laughs> this is a good sure. rule then. Yeah, all right. But I feel like that would keep everybody involved every single week. So basically, so like just like a, a side pot, just like a, it'd be a five dollar two win scenario. So each oh, okay. Week. So you would still use that as a win total, not yes. just like a separate thing. But there would be a lot more money uh, involved. I guess in like one each week and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, I'm sure <laughs> you know, with inflation, we'll bump it up to a hundred. Sure. I mean, I don't know if it's been that aggressive this year. Yeah, sure. The, I mean, yeah, I mean, the Fed's been hitting their target, but Jesus Christ. Okay, sure, <laughs> sure, man. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so you would do a separate, so you'd have like uh, the actual league games going on, and then you'd have a daily fantasy, like head-to-head daily fantasy, where you just pick a roster based on their like money value and then whoever wins so like you'd have like the jammers against the sukoffs and a daily fantasy and then say the jammers versus the hasbins and the regular part of the league and then you just tally your win totals you could go one and one or oh and two or two and oh i mean we can vote on that we could do the like 50 50 the top six teams get a win bottom six and you can even do it on um i mean yahoo fantasy does have the daily fantasy sure I have not looked into that can all be together together sure. to do it separate, but sure. that's because in all reality, I mean, fantasy, if you're not on the team that's actually going for it, it's for a season long is pretty boring. Right. Well, that's yeah. what I think keeps it interesting about fantasy football, though. Am I like, you just I don't know if know. you've ever had experience with any other fantasy leagues as an owner, but, uh, you know, I have some very successful experience, especially in NBA. Okay, oh, wow. well, all okay. right then, fine. I guess not. Maybe fantasy baseball, like some true roto style stuff. You ever you ever been down that road? Ooh, no, sounds great. Because that gets dark quick Ugh. if your if your draft was bad. Just so Ugh. you know. So you know, fantasy. I I think overall, especially going to this two, uh, going to now, what would make it interesting? Going to the two league system. If you could make it so the top two teams, like you thought, right, made it, I think that would be complete BS and make the playoffs worse. But it would make the the season far more interesting for far for more teams, which is kind of the goal, it, to a degree. But I mean, this is something that would have to be voted on the in the league. What for twenty twenty, right. Right. Currently, the plan for to keep people interested was obviously the last place punishment, and right. then high point each right. week at six right. or five. That's bucks, good too. Ten yeah, bucks, five, I think these are all, in all reality, I mean, all those the teams in the bottom half are never going to have a chance. But to get I also that high think point. well, but I also True. think 
I know there was some, from what we've heard, like things at the draft where they wanted to do, like for the draft order and stuff, like keeping people oh, involved by right. doing like the consolation bracket. Yes. Like if you play for the consolation bracket, that will dictate how the top half of the draft goes. Mm-hmm. And then the back half of the draft would be based on what the championship bracket would go down. I think that keeps people interested because, you know, if you win that, you get the first overall pick. You know, if you win the consolation bracket, you get the first overall pick. You know what I mean? Then you're cursed for next season. Oh, that, no. okay, One fair enough. Some Fine. people like some no, things, that's... and some people like other things. I will never have the first pick. I will trade that away. Okay, oh, okay. Right. okay, man. Jeez. That's fine. Sorry, which is fine. But I think that can keep people involved and keep people not interested. A bad move, you know what by I mean? The way also, because it keeps people interested all year long. Like, okay, my season sucks, but I'm also playing to not have to throw the party at the end of the year. But I'm also playing to get the first overall pick. You know, or be in the top 100%. three picks. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because those are still, especially if you've traded away or traded and got more first round picks or more second round picks or something, depending on where you fall in the draft, is a huge deal. 100%. You know, or where other yes. guys fall in the draft is a huge deal. Go and get somebody's first round pick, right? I've traded somebody, I had one good player and I get a first round pick, right? So now I have two first round picks. If I win the consolation bracket and get the first overall pick, and then this guy, say, finishes fourth or fifth, now I end up with like the seventh or eighth pick as, as well in the draft. So I get the first overall pick plus the eighth pick in the first round. That's a big deal. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think the, uh, I don't know, I think the current structure, I think, like, there's a lot of things that have been changing in this league year by year, and there's like they're trying to make it perfect and trying to make it so it's interesting for everybody the entire year, and that's really hard to do. Like it's really difficult to make it interesting for the shittiest team in the league. It's well, difficult yeah. to do. It's not going to be no. perfect. And guess what? You know what? Sometimes you have the shittiest team in the league, right? You know, there are times where you're just going to have a bad year, or if sucks. you if you sell out and get all these pit or like right trade your picks away to try and win the league. It's going to happen that next year you suck. It, it, it is what it is. Right. But I think the structure of doing the constellation bracket and things like that makes things more interesting right. for everybody in a different way. Yeah, I, I think like all of the all of the decisions that have been made are like forward progress for sure. Like yeah. I don't think yeah. they're abominations of the league like some decisions that have been made in the past maybe like i think these are all things that are legitimate thought out decisions that are trying to make things number one interesting for people and number two trying to get it so like the team that is truly the best or the team that's sacrificing the most wins the league like if you have the best team and or you sacrifice to have the best team you should win the league. Absolutely, that is what that is. If you're doing, the, if you're doing the work, one way or the other, either you did the work in the prior year and you got a lot of draft picks and you drafted well and you are ready to roll, you should win the league. Or two during the season, if you're doing the work and sacrificing the next season, or you just drafted really well and you just made a couple, couple uh, little moves during the season, and those two in combination are winning you the league, you deserve to win it. Right. You know, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, just, I think you're I, always going to have bad teams. You're always going to have really good teams. I just think the I am the uh, absolute enemy of luck, which I think is fun and great yeah. and interesting, but right. I hate it. Right. Yeah. But that is fantasy football. 100%. Is That's luck. why it's yeah. the most interesting fantasy sport. 
I mean, there's not a lot of skill to trade away your top five picks for good players. Yes, there is. Well, it, it's a risk, and there is luck involved yeah. because you still These have to have those players perform. You right. know what I mean? Like, I mean, it took me like 30 seconds just to click a oh, train button. Wow. Well, Jesus. I know that. Listen but, to this goddamn <laughs> genius. Oh, just, uh, I mean, it's just. Uh, the genius is at four If you, win, right right second, if you wait, win the league, then you can blame also, it all on luck. All right? But but it's also like, uh, I mean, it just took me two five seconds to realize that uh, it actually wasn't the second place spot in that division <laughs> that, uh, I mean, you know. Just realized that. And then I that to took me more. like two minutes to find that email <laughs> that had a constitution so, in it. Oh my gosh. Fucking shit. I was like, ah, it's what are you going to do? Great. I love it. Did uh, you have to go back through the rule book? Well, I had to go in the uh, the Gmail, my Gmail account, and then find the email that Boy, you, you sent back. Boy, you did some research. Boy, he really went back. Yeah. It was a, a solid the, two minutes. He I went into the archives. Up. I don't know how you were able to get through <laughs> this that. This guy yeah. went into the archives. <laughs> Let's take a break, and then when we come back, we'll do some picks. And let's let's Sounds figure fun. out who's going to win this week. All of us treat our friends with respect. We take time to listen to them and truly value what they have to say. We even let the little things between us slide because of our lifelong friendships. But have you ever wished for a much more hostile and sometimes even much more aggressive arrangement? Have you ever wanted to cuss them out or even call some of your lifelong friends cocksucking faggots? ripping a giant draft board right off the wall in front of all of them just to prove you are truly the craziest. Or perhaps just casually sitting there and ripping every single pick that every single one of your friends makes for an exhausting six-hour draft. Have you yearned for the soothing satisfaction of watching one of your friend's players get horrifically injured and being done for the remainder of the season. Well, gentlemen, that place exists, and it's only a computer away. So please, come join us, because this is pure fantasy football. So if you truly want to test your friendships and see what they are really made of, come join us at purefantasyfootball.org. Actually, uh, 
I think the Jammers are going to win. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I they're mean, just too guys, good. let's be honest here. <laughs> that team, it's the, the difference is too large. Yeah, they're too good. The knuckle push, you've been jammed. <laughs> Damn, there it it's is. Out of, he's leaving. He's out of here. He's out of here. Hey, you wonder if he's got to go pick anybody up at the airport or what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's that? I mean, you just don't that know. Whole, that whole deal. <laughs> you never know these days. You just don't know sometimes. You never know. You just don't know. A lot of guys coming to and from the airport. <laughs> you wonder what their underwear situation is sometimes. That's a you great know what question. I mean, though? No, it's a great question. Great question. Just saying. Uh, all right. Well, how about. Uh, well, now that we're all by yeah, our lonesome by as usual. Again. Yeah. As usual. Uh, obviously, I still don't think there's going to be any close games this week. Maybe the Doghouse and the Zoltars will be the closest game this week. That is the most interesting game. Even before that, like even before you look at what happened tonight, where yeah. like it clearly could have just been a blowout, right, right. for the doghouse. Because I mean, the winner puts himself in the driver's seat to get the first overall. Hundred percent. And here's the thing that makes this the most. Actually, I haven't looked at what the doghouse, uh, what his schedule is the rest of the season, but I know that we looked at the Zoltars, and they're the, beyond this game, it's like smooth sailing for that team. Right. Yeah. Like, literally no obstacles. So, like, I have not looked at the doghouse. I almost guarantee you that it's a harder schedule because he plays in a division that's harder. So, if he's playing someone within his division, it inevitably is a tougher schedule. I have not looked at it. They have the Sukovs next week. That's not easy. Not good. That's the toughest team in the league uh, as of right now. 12, they have the Knuckle Push. That he should win. And then week 13 to finish the season, he has the Bulls. So two out of those three games okay, are yeah. tough, man. Win, win, right. The Bulls aren't going to be an easy game. No, Winnable game for him. They seem to. The Bulls seem to be running out of steam. But I think the point is is that you can still oh, you can still win this week. But man, what a blow to the to blow. what a blow to the you ego. Have 50 to points have, sitting on the bench. Oh my gosh, that's tough. That's like, tough. But I will say. You, there's it's defendable because it's Thursday night, but man, I don't know. It's Big Ben at home, and I tell you what, the Zoltars. It's a huge game for them because here's what here's what is really they can go from being the, if they win they're the first seed. If they lose, right. they can go down to the third seed. That's what right. You know what I mean? It, because it, it guess changes what? everything for them. You don't guess get a buy. Guess what? The Jammers are coming. Because oh, they're going to win this dude, week. I'm they're going to be 5-5. Five and five. And the rest of their schedule is cake. So he could possibly win out, which makes him, what, 9-5? and five? I'll no. tell you. 8-5? and five. Right. And the Zoltars... The thing that kills the Jammers is that he didn't score many points earlier in the season. That's the tough so thing. when you're tie, if if you get into a potential tie situation with one of these other teams, you're not going to win it. So like you're going to be stuck in a situation where you're going to be playing somebody that's you're going to have to go through somebody that's really good inevitably, but like yep. you could have put yourself in a situation that was much more favorable. The favorable points to your thing team. is what's going to come because if he even if he wins out and he's eight and five, right? There's somebody else is going to be eight and five. So, what are the points total? You know what I mean? That's going to be a tough thing. So, okay. So, here, hold on. So, we know that the Jammers are going to win. Right. I have to say, at this point, 
I think the doghouse still is going to take this week. I still think they win. I still think they take it. I, but this is not starting off on a good note. And no, if this is not. any indication of how the week's going to go for yeah. them, which we know that this guy has bad luck, yep. uh, we could be talking about a situation where he ends up losing this week. Yeah. And if we know anything, the Zoltars get lucky. Yeah. This guy has been a lucky and that, team most and of this, the season. And he could go from, yeah, he can go from being in first place to third place because the Hasmans are going to win this week. And I, I, I they uh, should beat the Toes. Yes. So the Hasmans could jump up to the second seed, and the Doghouse right. goes to the third seed, which means he's got to play in the first round, which guess well, who you're going to have to play? Either the Jammers. The Bulls right. or the Sukoffs. I'll say this: you're not going to want to have to play the Jammers at that point because I feel like that team is oh. going to be feeling real hot. Oh yeah, and they're going to be on a roll. And oh, yeah. it may not seem like that's a thing that's possible, but guess what? It is. So uh, here's the other thing that I think is interesting and kind of indicative of how this team is uh, built and performing right now, um, and how their season is going is that this. Bulls team is starting out this week at a negative three right yeah, now. Yeah, not good. Uh, not good at all. Uh, hopefully he can overcome that. Jeez, and, buddy. I hope so. Win. Um, but I don't know. And it's kind of a big, you know what's weird? <laughs> we were just talking about it in the last segment about like having people be interested still. Daniel's team and the Manzillionaires, man, they're fighting for the last spot. And man, it's a big week. You know, if the Manzillionaires can win and Daniel's team can lose, you know, like Daniel's team needs to win to stay out of the 12th spot. Manzillionaires need to win to get out of the 12th spot. It's crazy. I'm going to bring this up now. And I, you know, maybe people will disagree with me, but I think one of the biggest success stories of this year is that the R&D fanboy is yeah. actually not th- like yeah. that dude has secured himself to probably not be throwing this party. No, yeah, it's with four absolutely wins. incredible. Yeah, Number four one, wins you is not the draft board and offended yeah. the entire league, right? Which is you know no one likes you, I guess. And then number two, uh, this guy didn't have a pick for like seven rounds. seven rounds, and by the time it got to him, he was in a real uh, under siege two situation where well, what's this guy crazy was is absolutely he, trashed by he, the time he had to even make yeah. any picks. He has scored. The least amount of points in this league, and he has four wins. Man, isn't that a real Zoltar situation? Boy, he has <laughs> played everybody in their worst possible week. It's incredible. It's crazy. I will say, uh, I'm I'm actually glad that you know, because if he was like, say, only had one or two wins, who knows what this guy would have done to the league? <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? You know it. I'm right? actually kind of glad he's got some wins. Maybe it is better. Maybe it's better for the league right. that he you're has four right. wins. <laughs> Possibly, you know, because he would have destroyed this league. <laughs> Maybe this would have been last year, truly. Yeah. We think that every right, year, but I this know. year, maybe. I know. Maybe. Uh, but he's going to get blasted by the Sukoffs this week, so it's not going to matter. It's true. It's true. Uh, and I think the Hasmans will win. I think the Jammers will win. The Zoltars and the Doghouse, I think the Doghouse will still win. Uh, the Bulls should win. And then, I mean, once you came in Manzillionaires, who doesn't want to score the least amount of points, basically? Dude, once <laughs> you came is projected at 77 points. I never yeah. thought I would see. No. Listen, we've been following this league since it was an eight-team league. Yeah. 
We've never we, seen numbers like this. Did we ever believe no. that 70 points was a realistic no. thing that could no. ever happen? Never. Oh, man. Never. It's just incredible. It's insane. So there's your winners. I You know, things are getting interesting, man. I tell you what, the next three things weeks are, are going to be very interesting right. to see. Even like the top seeds where they shake out. And Do we have any late trades that come in, you think, maybe? That's the thing. You get tomorrow. And I mean, the tonight, just tomorrow. has to get in, right? Yeah, it you has just to, to be in, in by the tenth. So today you, and tomorrow. I I mean, our bet. I mean, we I know we talked about this. Our money has to be on the has-beens, has right? Gotta Getting make a, a move, late right? push in, right? Here. Gotta make a move. He has to. If he does not, it it almost seems yeah. as if he's not serious. Or like we were saying, he's his own worst enemy. You know, if you hundred percent, it actually you're arrogant. Yeah, because you, know, you think your, that you're stu- too good to make trades. You're stubborn and, and arrogant. Yeah. That, that's my point. Nick, oh, everybody boy. else has put themselves in a position. If you can't see that you're not in the position quarterback-wise, like if you think you can stream your way to the to the championship. It ain't going to happen, dude. The, dude, this ain't an team league If no he more. doesn't make a push and he's not one of the first two seeds, he may get bounced in the first round. Man, wouldn't that be interesting? That would be interesting to see. Because he has coasted this year. And I yeah. feel like he's like felt like his old self to a degree. Yeah. Yeah, he you started know? to go back into that whole, you know, arrogant, I want you to know how good I am. Right. But Which I, you know. Other teams have I made. Him, but I love him. Yeah, I love it, though. I, I love him, the villain love side of him. Uh, but it's just, I don't think it's in the cards for this year. I really it's don't. Not looking, the Sukovs are just. Are too good, it's a and the Jammers are coming too, man. Those two teams, if they don't play in the first round, they're definitely on a collision course with the championship. Hundred percent, it's crazy. But I can't wait to come back next week talk about it all. <laughs> yeah, just every week. It's just I can't wait. I can't wait for that. When so, it ends, I'm like, oh man. Yeah, darn it! I want to do three more hours of it. Uh, I don't. So. <laughs> We won't. We'll stop it here. And uh, we'll be back next week to uh, start talking some playoff predictions, get some bracketology going maybe, see what we can do next week. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. We'll see you next week.